Hello, Master. It's been a while. We are off on an adventure! This is good. When it gets strange like this, it's a good thing. For what it's worth, I've got a good feeling. Trust me, Hera. I'm excited. This is my excited face. Get ready to be impressed! You ready to be impressed, Tam? I'm completely ready. Hey everyone, you're listening to Geeky Bubble, part of the Star Wars Escape Pods Network. I'm your host, Jonah Marie, and with me is the orca to my Torah, my mom, Maria. Thank you! Your face. Thank you! No, Thank you. this is the reason why I said it. Because <laughs> yeah. I really do think if we were in a situation like that, I would have to carry you on my back. And yeah, then, okay, whatever. <laughs> Clean and, it up now. Clean it up. <laughs> and also, you're a very authoritative person, and Orca showed some authority to those Gazos. Okay, yeah. Do you want to be Torah? <laughs> I can be Gorka. <laughs> oh, I will have troubles going up like Orcas. <laughs> yes, this is true. So today we're going to discuss the episode from Beneath. And I'm going to start it off by saying, honestly, that this was my least favorite episode of not just the season, but the series. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I I rarely say things like that. (laughs) Yep. Yep. You rarely do. You always find something positive. I do. And I did find positive things in this episode. But like how you mentioned last episode, this is the final season We already saw them get fuel at the earlier part of the season. So why are we doing it again? We know it wasn't enough. Maybe some things can be done in the background while the major story happens in the forefront. So I just, I was not happy with us revisiting a storyline that we literally saw like so three weeks ago. Maybe the, the the purpose of the the episode was not necessarily the fuel, but Orca and Flex. Oh, of course. I really love that. That was, of course, a highlight. You know, the fact that we got more Orca and Flix. I just wish that it was integrated with some of the, okay, let's move the story forward kind of gotcha. action. Rather than going back to something that we've already done. And not just here in Resistance, but in Star Wars. I mean, Solo, Fuel, Rebels, Fuel. It's like, we get it. (laughs) We need fuel. We need fuel. It needs to be gotten. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But at the same time, I feel like it's a go-to storyline, finding fuel. And it's something that, yes, I've mentioned before that it needs to be shown. You know, things don't just come up out of nowhere. But... Again, we already saw this plot line happen at the earlier part of the season. So I I just I felt like it it shouldn't have been something that came up again, especially since we're we're, we're running we're off running, episodes. We're running so we're, down we're, out of episodes. Yeah, like uh, uh, are they faking us out and there's a third season <laughs> and then they're just going to come up and pop it up like I, I, hey I guys, so. sorry to tell you but we have another season. Right? That would you be know. amazing. And then I'll be like, "Okay, you know, yeah. that's fine. I'm glad that you took an episode to explore other characters. Characters, which is, again, something that I'm glad that they did. It's a, a highlight of mine. But uh, I wish they had integrated it with something that was more plot advancing. I said it in the beginning. Honestly, to close the show in two seasons, 
with the first season that we have. It's going to have to be spectacular to make it worthy because to me, the show deserves at least three seasons to tell its story. Mm, mm -hmm. So yeah, I can get why you didn't like this one. You know me. I just take it as it comes. Right, right, right. And, I, and then get mad later when I don't get why I should have gotten. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, we did experience something like this back in Rebels with the episode The Call, The Purgle. Mm -hmm. That's when we first got introduced. It was also an episode about fuel. Yeah. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> uh, you know, we were introduced to those creatures. And at the time, we didn't know what that meant, what that would eventually become um, yes so that episode to a lot of people felt like a filler but to us we saw how ezra's abilities were growing because he was connecting with the purgle yeah, yeah so i i was trying to find something like that in this episode like what is an element in this episode that we could potentially see in the future the one thing that i can think of is flix's family the fact that they have now repaired whatever damage Flix had caused by leaving to become a cantina, cantina singer. <laughs> that, was, that, that was a revelation. And you know, I love that. I love that because, you know, a lot of, a lot of things in Star Wars default to like bounty hunter or soldier or this pilot. Or, or pilot you know who says they want to become a cantina singer in the star wars galaxy and leave their whole family and planets <laughs> behind and to become a cantina singer exactly and i and i like that they gave us something different and our mechanic is another popular thing well we we, we can equate can being a cantina singer as some some kid out there that says my dad i want want to be on Broadway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And he decided to leave for L.A. <laughs> not L.A. I'm sorry, L.A. people, but... No, 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 no I'm talking about... Not Broadway. <laughs> no, no, I was thinking about Cantina. Singer. Oh, okay, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, New York for Broadway. For Broadway, yeah. Of yeah. Course. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the thing about trying to find an element that could play a part later on, I just... It has to be maybe, hopefully, Flix's family. So who knows? Maybe we might see them again and they uh, might. And a purpose uh, will be revealed. Yeah. So that's what I'm hoping for. And if it doesn't, then I'm going to be like, mm, they could have done something more with that episode, I think. And again, I'm not a writer. <laughs> yeah. I'm just commenting from a fan's perspective and knowing that this is a final season. Having watched a plot line like that already, I feel like they could have done so much more. Especially maybe if the First Order had been introduced, maybe they were being forced to dig deeper because of the First Order. I don't know. But I'm just saying <laughs> it could have been more. <laughs> um... You know, and Flix tells them about the dragon, the legend of the dragons and whatnot. And I like that the overall message in the episode was that climate change, change. is a serious thing. Yes, because that's one thing that we get when, when the ship is starting to descend into the planet. The storms are bad. Mm -hmm. And Flix says it like it's never been this bad. Right. There has to be a reason. Then when they get to the surface. ground, to the surface, we understand what is what it is happening. 
they have disturbed the balance of the planet right? by digging deeper, by fracturing the core of that planet. And that, in essence, is what we humans are doing right now with exactly. our Earth. Yeah, yeah. Well said, because it's true. I like that. I like that we got to see that take place. The one thing is when Flix mentions that at the beginning, I kind of wish they could have come back around and mentioned that at the end. Like if yeah. the like if their intent was to show a younger audience that this is a real issue and this is like a commentary on what's happening, bring it back, back around. around. Mm-hmm. Not just saying we're not going to dig deeper, why we're not going to dig deeper. You know, obviously we don't want to disturb what's down there, but also this is having a greater effect on what's happening on our planet on our home and and they didn't do that and i'm just like dang it missed opportunity opportunity. (laughs) um and who knows what their intention was maybe it was just to find fuel and then you know they ended it yeah we we sometimes um put more into yes. things and yeah. you, you know you, we, we were talking about that earlier we sometimes see more into things that are really are being really presented right so we could be reading because we are very conscious of the environment we can be reading that as something some commentary social commentary on climate change but you know that's just us. <laughs> right, right. We don't ultimately know what the writers were thinking while writing this. But something else I also really liked was just them focusing on Orca and Flix's relationship. I do wish they could have done a little bit more because it was still scratching the surface. Sorry. Yes, yes. By saying by Orca saying, I love that guy. And then um Flix's cousin saying, Oh, you know, he's a good find. You understand I, I, I see why he, he, he likes him. Yeah. You know? yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And you can see the little hints Hints there, there. but that's what they are, hints. And I wish it could have been more explicit, but not not like crazy or anything. Instead of saying, I love that guy, he says, that's why I love him. Yes. Just as simply, that's why I love him would have been enough. You know, Mm -hmm. you you, you don't need to be out there yeah. to, to show something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and and when the family says, oh, I see why he likes that guy, they could have been a bit more, use a different word. Um, mm. Maybe I, I, I can see why he fell in love with that guy, yeah. you know? Dang, ma. You want to become a writer for, for the show? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know something? And this is something that I'm going to admit to you right now, here and what? now. Oh my God, what's this? I've always wanted to be a writer. Oh, that's nice. All my life. And the funny thing is that it wasn't until my 30s that I heard somebody talking about that uh, a lot of writers carry a, a, a um, recording Mm-hmm. And they just speak to the recording, yes, because their thoughts come in so fast, and they're so fast, and and they come now and go immediately. That that's how they they maintain their their story all my life. That's how I've thought. I've thought in flashes, like something comes up, I say it is magnificent. The next hour is gone. Uh, <laughs> and, I've been there, and that's and that's why I've never really sat down to write because when. I get down to write, then I get blocked. And I don't know because nothing is coming. Nothing Mm -hmm. is flashing. Yeah. Same. Same. 
which is why my story is taking forever because it's taking me forever just to come up with like why is that there why is this happening you should be doing your notes in, in a recording no I know yeah. I know I know sometimes I write it down very quickly if I can't get to it but yeah that's the thing about me I need to wait for inspiration to strike and sometimes it's once in a blue moon <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I'm always thinking of, of of stuff like I honestly could have had a book about just life in its own because I'm always coming up with stuff and then I say, mm, that that's good. That that should be good for a book." <laughs> But then the next hour come, I'm cooking, I'm doing something else, I'm cleaning and what was I thinking earlier? <laughs> Dang, Ma, you really should get on that audio. There's an audio app on your phone that you can record. Yeah, I know. Snippet. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm like, I always say it's never too late. I just feel it's too late. No, it's not. <laughs> it's never too late. It's true what they say. I also like the Jurassic Park references. Yes. The dragon was a lot like the T-Rex Rex in, in Jurassic. Jurassic Park. And it even sounded like it. Like the yeah. T-Rex. Yeah. Oh, wow, mommy. <laughs> wow. That was most impressive. I need a, a megaphone or something. Yeah. Yeah. Just to amplify that. Yeah. And the fact that it could see movement. So you have to stay still. still. Yeah. It always brings me back to Alan Grant standing in front of the park fence and standing still while this thing is like approaching. It's just so good. And that movie is just forever amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and it also reminded me of The Lord of the Rings because of the Mines of Moria. Yes. The fact that they had dug too deep. They had encountered the uh, the Balrog. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good times. And and so, yeah, it gave me those vibes, too. Yeah. And, uh, of course, the Zillow Beast was another one from Star Wars The Clone Wars. Yes. Uh, that that one came, really, when I saw the, the creatures that I did see. Mm -hmm. Because he has sort of, like, that reptile standing kind of thing, you mm -hmm. know? Mm-hmm. I also got Fear Knock vibes. Remember those creatures in that Hera and Sabine episode where they were grabbing crates from Fulcrum and there were these creatures hiding yes, and yes, they yes, were attacking yes, yes. them and the only way they could attack was when they were hidden under shadow. But when the light came out, they would scatter. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, the fact that they were light sensitive was something that reminded me of them. So yeah, ultimately, <laughs> the episode, I just, I wish they had done a bit more. Because those were, honestly, those were my highlights. Oh, and CB23 being awesome, oh, uh, yeah. as always. The fact that she had, you know, figured out that they were light sensitive. So, that far, I love, like, yes, CB, go! Because yeah. she, she noticed. So she says, so their eyes are sensitive. Mm -hmm. And she went for the light, and she got it. She's flawless. <laughs> I love her. She's so smart. So yeah, that was a very short episode. <laughs> uh, but we do have some awesome comments from you guys. So Elisa asked, do you think we'll see Flix's family again? And this is, I'm really, truly hoping that that's the case. Yes. Because if we don't, then I'm going to be like, mm. <laughs> it'd be really cool for Flix's family to back him up. Yeah. You know, he wanted to become a cantina singer. He went off and stormed off. He came back and uh, made amends Now with some he's of them. Now he's in a resistance group. Because yeah. even if he doesn't admit himself to be a resistance fighter, he's with a group. And then sooner or later, he's yeah. going to have to decide whether to fight or not. Yeah. 
so here's hoping we get to see uncles and moms and, and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> and Jennifer said, oh my god, those dragons were terrifying. And yay for Star Wars, which finally stopped using the Zillow Beast whenever they need a giant monster. <laughs> I think that's true, because they use the Zillow Beast in the Freemaker Adventures. But it worked so nicely in, in the Freemaker Adventures. But respectfully, I would love to study them and get to know those creatures since the so-called monsters in the Star Wars universe really are just animals doing what they do. It's only with our disruptions to their natural ecology that really drives animals in contact with us, as seen in live fire, as is happening in today's world. Human development is destroying natural habitat and forcing wildlife into conflict with us. Oh my gosh, wait, I need to take a pause because with Disney Plus being here, I'm watching, re-watching so weird which is this old disney channel original series and it's about supernatural stuff and it touches on a variety of topics and today's episode that we watched was about the fact that there was a bigfoot like creature in the forest where the main character gets lost in and she finds out that the habitat of his habitat is in the middle of what will eventually be the new visitor center that they're building. And so she's trying to guide him out of it so that he doesn't get discovered or killed in the process. So how funny that, you know, we're talking about this episode and we had just watched this episode and Jennifer's commenting on it. It's just like the universe is connecting us all. (laughs) (laughs) But it is, it it, it is a, a theme of today where they're not encroaching on us. We are encroaching on them yeah we're the ones that are taking our own habitat way into theirs we we're forgetting that this earth is not just ours ours this earth belongs to us and other animals and we need to find a balance or it's not gonna last us long no and jennifer goes on to say And it's the animals that are getting a bad reputation as a result. Take the Purgles, for example. They were the guide to hyperspace travel, and Hera sees them as dangerous pests. Sorry, just this episode struck a sensitive nerve with my inner ecologist. And the fact that it's a shout-out to one of my all-time favorites, Jurassic Park. That is the movie I grew up with as a kid. It's probably why I was intimidated by the dragon so much. Even the skull shape and the narrow jaws resemble a T-Rex. Yeah, I know. This was Flix's episode, and all I'm talking about are the awesome dragons. Final thoughts what the heck was with the storm at the beginning yeah i think that was just like a result of what they were doing internally to the planet um people have complained about this but i am glad we're actually spending time to get to know these characters instead of moving on with the plot for the sake of being parallel to the movies so many colorful characters this show introduced us to it would be such a shame for it to end when we barely know anything about the major side characters enjoy the mandalorian and have fun podcasting with jeremy i can't watch it where i am Till next time, may the force be with you, ladies. Yeah, and and I mean, look at the ace pilots and the yes. fact that they are side characters. But we got an episode where they were trying to learn how to be together, work together, because that's going to contribute later on to the fight. And so, to me, looking at this episode, I get that they needed fuel. I get that they needed to focus on Flix and Orca. But I feel like they could have done it in a way where we could have gotten that plus 
a connection a connection to the overall story to the overall arc and what will it eventually result in and that's where i'm just like man this episode it had so much potential so far uh, all the episodes that we've seen they they connect somehow to the overall story and this one sort this of one acts... felt standalone felt like separate from everything else even though the fuel thing was the thing that was connecting it but still it just it wasn't a strong enough connection for me oh and and then one thing that really also bugged me was the fact that we didn't get to see tam again this is what the third week in a row that we don't hear from her and you know you have the poster where it's between her and and kaz and i know i know we'll get that stuff eventually but are we gonna get that stuff like super quick and in a flash because we didn't have time to flesh it out could we have used this episode to help build some of that up i don't know something <laughs> the fact that we just don't get tam is is really bugging me because we want to know more about what's happening on her end it must have had some some meaning to whoever wrote it and for the overall story yeah so. uh. It's just I like I look back at an episode like Breaking Ranks in season one of Star Wars Rebels and how there were two storylines playing out at the same time. Ezra in the Academy pretending to be a cadet to get information while also helping this kid to come out of the Academy because he could potentially be force sensitive. I guess it turns out that he was. And at the same time, you have Hera and Kanan who are going after the Kyber Crystal shipment. That was a fantastic episode, how they weaved those two stories along. You know, they fleshed out some characters here. They advanced the story in a way by introducing some things that connected to the bigger thing which was the death star like that was that is still one of my favorite episodes of, the, of that season and and i wish they could have done that here i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but anyway hope said hi ladies happy disney plus week first off i loved hearing your thoughts about thanksgiving in fact i love hearing about you guys in general ma you're so inspirational you're wise savvy and i love hearing your stories about growing up in puerto rico jonah you're passionate smart and so funny you both are able to give such insight that differ from my experiences it's one of the reasons why i love geeky bubble because i love seeing this show from your point of view. Heck, you guys are the reason I love Ezra now. I adore you both. Also, it's totally cool if Thanksgiving is not your thing. I will eat extra turkey for you. (laughs) (laughs) I also make a mean batch of Southern-style green beans. Yes, my mom loves green beans that I cook for two days in case I ever get a chance to make them for you. Oh, wow. wow. Two days. Oh my God, I love green beans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have actually never really gotten into them, but if they're as good as they, the way that you just made them sound, I will definitely try them. <laughs> um, but thank you, Hope. That's such a lovely yes, thing for you to so say. so nice. Thank yeah. you, thank you. And, and of course, we love you and your insight. And again, if you haven't checked out Hope's website, please do, because she actually wrote a really great article about Orca and Flicks recently. Yes. So I'll make sure to link those so that others can check it out for themselves. And Hope goes on to say, on to From Beneath, a.k.a. the climate change episode. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's sad that a children's show has more thoughts, more progressive messages, and more to say about our current climate crisis than our government. Maybe, yes, it's true. (laughs) Maybe some of our officials should listen to these space chickens and get a clue. (laughs) 
That's space chickens. They are space chickens. Uh, I hope this is the last of the episodes focusing on getting the Colossus what it needs. Thank you. Um, They have food and fuel. I'm glad they showed these episodes, but I'm ready to get back to the main story. What I really want to talk about is Orca and Flix. I have trouble putting into words the joy I feel when watching them on screen together. When Orca said he loved Flix to Torah, my eyes filled with tears. When Flix's family said that Orca was a good catch for Flix, I covered my mouth so not to cry. For years, I had to headcanon myself into Star Wars characters. Ahsoka was my gateway into the fandom. She was my flawed Padawan that showed me it was okay to make mistakes as long as you got back up. And she was usually the one I had to headcanon with. I would imagine her as bisexual or pansexual like me. Bi and pan are pretty much the same thing with subtle differences. I identify as both. I would imagine Ahsoka having dates with both Lux and Barris Afi. <laughs> um, when she came back in Rebels, Ahsoka had major lesbian aunt vibes. This is true. That clung, that I clung to onto for dear life. For over a decade, I've had to imagine characters as queer to see myself in Star Wars. While we started getting queer characters in the books and comics, there's a big difference from seeing them on screen. The movies and television shows get a much bigger audience. If I asked my mom, who is a more casual Star Wars fan, who Dr. Aphra, Grand Admiral Sloan, or Singer were, she wouldn't know them, let alone that they were some of the first canonical queer characters in Star Wars. Which brings me back to Orca and Flix. This feels like a a big step forward. I do wish they pushed showing them as a couple a little further. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Even if at the end of the episode when Flix and Orca are reunited, maybe having them hug. It's still subtle enough to where a person could overlook the fact that they're a couple. It needs to be a bit more open. But we still have half of a season for them to push Orca and Flix as a couple. To me, I feel like this is a stepping stone. Animation has always been the place for experimentation in Star Wars. For example, they tested the fire out their ideas like the Mortis Gods and the World Between Worlds with animation. We're starting to see these kinds of ideas come into discussion for the main movies. I feel like queer representation is like that too. They're testing the waters with Orca and Flix now and hopefully one day we'll get it on the big screen for all to see. For now I'm happy to have it, even if it's with a chicken man and his pig partner. (laughs) (laughs) I'm finally seeing myself in Star Wars. This episode means more to me than people know. Have a good week ladies. Stay warm up there. If it's cold here in Georgia, I can't imagine how cold it must be up in North. Ooh, it's in the 20s. Yeah, Ooh. and it's even colder further up north, north where yeah. my friend is in Canada. So. <laughs> but yes, Hope, I'm so happy that this episode means so much to you. And I hope me saying that this is my least favorite episode doesn't impact you in a ba- in a negative way or, or make you feel like it's a bad episode. It's not. It was, it was actually a fun episode to watch. I laughed <laughs> when Orca was just saying that he was nor- normal size yeah. <laughs> and Tora's like use your normal size legs <laughs> I just wish it had contributed more to the main plot and I also really love the bits of Flix and Orca so I, I just wish it had done more like you said just you know put things further out there especially since it's just crazy to think that you know we have to take these little little steps just to show something that should just be normal at this point so here's hoping that in further animated shows and and movies it doesn't have to be so you know hidden 
and and you have to like is is it there is it not you know i just hope that it's more evident it, it needs to move forward yeah I, i no more hesitant steps just do it <laughs> <laughs> just do it just do it <laughs> so that's it for today's episode next week we'll discuss the episode the relic raiders so this is another episode where i think it's not going maybe it is because i actually did see some first order troopers or something so maybe it is going to go back into the main plot but it looks like it's another side thingy that's happening but it's a force side thingy so i'm kind of interested but i hope that it still somehow advances what they're doing just you know just yep. keep moving we keep talking about advancing the storyline and whatnot and whatever maybe we have made ourselves you know like a- an idea of what this story is and it's something different <laughs> no well because i know that the it's been said I, i believe that this season two is going to lead up to rise of skywalker yeah but how is it gonna lead up to skywalker Which is why I want them to keep advancing the story so that we can see. <laughs> Because apparently, it, uh, I don't remember. I don't really keep track of the details. But I think a year has passed between The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. So there's a lot of time to cover there. And to me, it feels like only three days have passed by. <laughs> You're in space. Of course you think it's three days. <laughs> Jason and I melt with each other. And of course, that's not true. Obviously, several weeks or something have passed by. But still, you know, I wanted to, to you know, keep chugging along. Uh, <laughs> so, Mommy, where can listeners find you? Oh, listeners can find me on Twitter with the handle at Hoobian214. Listeners can also find Geeky Bubble on Twitter by searching for at Geeky Bubble Pod. Uh, and they can also find me with the handle at Blue Jake Eyes. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so by emailing geekybubblepod at gmail.com. Last but certainly not least, if you haven't done so already, please follow our podcast network on Twitter by searching for at We Are Escape Pods and tune into Unmistakably Star Wars, Sky Talkers Podcast, and Friends of the Force Podcast for more Star Wars news and discussion and may the force be with you always wait there are more responses that i didn't see until after we recorded so rafaela said this episode was a huge step for representation in star wars animation and disney could do more but it was a nice first step towards that direction i'm loving all the torah content we are getting this season that girl is strong not to mention good in motivating others go torah Uh, Rafaela also said the plot of looking for fuel second this season keeps reminding me of Rebels and the other one about exploring resources only thinking about profit with no care about the environment was a great parallel to what is happening in our world. It was a nice episode. All true. Thank you so much, Rafaela. And Hassan said this episode shows that Captain Doza and Yeager's assessment of Kaz's blaster skills was wrong. Kaz showed accuracy and focus. Oh my gosh, that's so true. I, I didn't even think about commenting on that. Hassan also said those dragons on Dragar 3 seem to have the same issues as the T-Rex from Jurassic Park when it comes to seeing without movement. Orca shows Flix's cousins whose boss Flix was a cantina singer <laughs> and love is a powerful thing. As always, may the force be with you. So thank you so much, Hassan and Rafaela, for your responses and may the force be with you all. Bye. Bye.